with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. Welcome to the AA Sports Show. I am Anthony. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. I'm Alex. And this is episode five. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, quick rundown if the first time if this is the first time you're joining us. Um, thank you so much for giving us your time. But quick rundown of who we are. Uh, me and Alex are basically two friends who met a while back while working together, and um, kept. We shoot the shit about sports. And we shoot the shit about sports. <laughs> That's primarily what we do. Yep. And we have drinks along the way as well. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of them. Not alcoholics though. We're not. Well. Define alcoholic, really. <laughs> define it. Define it. Define it. What is, I don't know. I don't define myself as an alcoholic. I just. I'm like a. Hey, whatever. I don't. I don't need it. Okay. I'm like a water burger holic, I guess. That's. I had, I had water burger like three times yesterday. Did you really, dude? Yeah. Ooh, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to stay away. Dog, I can't. I'm trying to stay away. I just got back. I just got back. I don't. I can't. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, but I'm. I I've been hitting the gym recently. I've you know I just. I'm trying to keep the LBs off, dude, you know? Um, anyway. Anyways, before we went off on that tangent, thanks for thanks for so much for joining us again. Um, hey, we've been getting some um, some really good numbers and really good feedback from friends and everything, so thank you so much to, to everyone who's been checking us out. Um, but, yeah, we're two good friends. If this is the first time you're joining us who likes shooting the shit about sports, um, I kind of realized when I met this dude that he knows he knows a lot more than I do, even yeah. if even if it's just bullshit. But um, uh, yeah, I approached him about starting up a sports and all sports podcast, and uh, we're rocking and rolling now. So thanks so much. We are, yeah. Um, hey, the, if you want to get in touch with us, feel free to. Uh, we have an email set up. It's double a sports show at gmail.com. Double is spelled out one a sports show at gmail.com. Um, or if you just know us personally, there's always that too. Um, we're going to be on social media as well. We're on Facebook. Thanks to everyone who's liked our page so far. Um, it's mostly family and friends, but thank you so much to everyone who's... Yeah, I got to start somewhere. Um, thanks so much for everyone that's uh, been supportive on there. Um, but yeah, go find us on on Facebook. We are... It's AA Sports Show. We're also on Twitter at AA underscore sports show and the a's are capitalized and the s's are too and then we're also on instagram as well at aa sports show um so yeah thanks come and find us and because uh, social media runs the world yeah let's chit chat yeah let's you know let's have some fun out there um and we also are going to work on uh we're haven't quite gotten there yet but we're working on getting some goodies um in set up as far as like just cool little shit to give out um so that way you know marketing and all that good stuff so yeah just just, give us a review on itunes yeah facebook yeah comment email into us we'll send you out some goodies here after a little bit yeah working on getting that set up and we'll have more information hopefully next episode on that so uh look out for that um but let's get into it so uh we're every week here. We're gonna to try to bring, not bring you. We're every week we're gonna get into six topics that uh, are among the biggest in the sports world. Um, and, and sometimes they might not even be the biggest. It's just things that we find interesting. Correct, correct. And we're gonna, we've uh, we bounce a lot of ideas off each other, and we're gonna we may start a few segments here that um, that are just interesting to us as far as like with confidence and um, how confidence is important in sports and all that. Um, Get into that next episode for sure. And then we're uh, starting a lessons learned segment as well. Lessons that you just learn naturally in sports, in youth athletics, and all that good stuff and coaching and all that stuff and why you know why being coachable is important and um 
but yeah, it's we're we have a lot of we have a lot of ideas, a lot of surprises in mind. So uh, thanks for sticking with us, and I uh, hope you're enjoying it so far. It's a surprise if we just told them what we were going to talk about. Well, it's a surprise <laughs> if we haven't thought of it yet. Yeah, it's a surprise to everybody. It's a surprise to everybody, including us. Including <laughs> us, yeah. It's a surprise. More, surprise, more, more is coming. Yeah. All right, but let's get into it. So last last week we touched on the NFL kneeling policy. Um, I guess uh, it hadn't been approved yet or whatever, but uh, it did get approved. Um, so basically, if uh, if you haven't heard by now, and if you're new to all of this, uh, the NFL has put in a kneeling policy to where. Uh, they're telling guys, if you do not want to stand and represent um, the flag or rep- not represent, if you don't want to stand during the national anthem of the game, then you may stay in the locker room and protest silently there, which is literally protesting silently. But anyways, um, but, um, but yeah, that's what they so. We got into a little bit about that, and the whole reason why it started was Colin Kaepernick, and we wanted to get into it more because we have uh, more information on it uh, this week um, after looking into it more, um, just naturally. But yeah. Um, and one of the big things that we wanted to talk about was a, uh, a clip that we saw um, online the other day uh, where a sports, con- or not a sports commentator, but a sports analyst. Um, Nick Wright. Nick Wright, thank you. Um, he had his little saying about it and how, you know, it, the, the quote is, you know, uh, the end of the NFL kneeling debate policy in one minute and 34 seconds and all that good stuff. And it brought up a really interesting point, at least for me, which we'll get into here in a minute. But I want to hear your thoughts on it first with all the information that we just got. Okay. Um, well... <laughs> I know it's still it's it's, it's it's still fresh, dude. Honestly. Well, in the last in the last episode, you were talking about how you're still on the fence for. Well, now now when I now that I know actually you know right what I know, right. uh, and we're gonna play the video here in a little bit as well. But so the whole thing started because Colin basically came out and said, um, why, or they asked him why he was kneeling in the first place, and he said. Um, it's not at all because of he doesn't believe in the country or whatever or any of that that he in has. Fact, he even said that yeah, he, has, he defends he, the flag more than the troops. And for a lot of people, there was a lot of discussion about him kneeling was a disrespect to the troops and a disrespect to the flag when he made it very blatantly clear that was not the point of his protest. Yeah. So now that I know all that and I was on the fence about it, I mean, I so I completely agree with him now. Um, as far as what the league is trying to do with saying, hey, if you don't want to stand and represent the flag or stand and um, acknowledge the flag and you want to sit and silently protest whatever you're silently protesting, uh, we have a problem with that. And you can go in the locker room and do that silently by yourself. That's now I'm saying now I'm like okay why like why are you not okay with these guys doing that like right. and Trump has come out and Trump's in the middle of all of it and we kind of we we just said off air that um he just kind of needs to stay in his own lane and, right you know. our big thing is like we can everybody has an opinion on this but I feel like in in at least in in my opinion he's yeah. probably got some bigger things to deal with than oh, dude. How he's the leader of the free world, you yeah. know. He would, he, but, anyways. <laughs> but now that I, so now that we've looked into it a little bit more, and Colin has, Colin said outright, like, 
I'm doing this because of the things that happen in this world that or in this country that just aren't right as far as the way vets are not not even that did he say the vet the way vets are treated just how they don't have they don't have an, an adequate living situation when they get well, back home the so with that part so what it was is here let's let's play the clip real quick and for those of you listening to this some people could potentially find this somewhat offensive and so I apologize in advance if you do but it's it makes a really good point basically Nick's point is in, in this case um, is are you he, he wants to know basically he, want, he wants everybody to take a minute and reflect and figure out what it is that you're upset about if you are upset about this are you upset about the protest or what he's protesting so let's let's listen to this clip real quick let me uh get this going here um and again about a minute and 34 seconds so just hang in there all right people that are angry about the protests i just ask you one question and i beg of you to ask yourself this question and have an honest moment of reflection are you angry about the protests because you think it's disrespecting the flag or are you angry about what is being protested. Because if Colin Kaepernick, who started this whole thing, when he was asked, why are you not standing for the anthem? He had said, I'll be honest with you, I think no one protects that flag more than our soldiers. And I do not think our soldiers are treated fairly when they come back to this country. They do not have adequate health care. They do not have adequate benefits. They do not have adequate job opportunities. And until they get that I'm not standing for the anthem. Would you still be mad? Because you'd be disrespecting the flag just the same way. Or are you mad because deep down you kind of feel like black people got it good enough. Listen, we stopped lynching y'all 90 years ago. We gave y'all the actual right to vote 50 years ago. These days you almost have equal footing getting into college with us. Chill. And you, you get to make millions of dollars playing a game as if that wasn't a skill honed and crafted and worked on. Blood, sweat, and tears. So what are you actually mad at? I think that brings up a really good question. I really wonder how much people know about why they're upset about what they're upset about. And I'm not saying that they're, you know, any of our listeners or anybody out there is genuinely mad about, you know, or, or has those same values. Oh, we gave you the right to vote. Oh, you can get it. Oh, you make millions playing the game. Like, I don't know how many people actually see it that way, but it's a really good question to make you stop and think about why, why, you're mad. why are you upset? Because genuinely there are issues with racial inequality and there are oh, issues yeah. with police brutality, especially towards the African-American population. Now, granted, there are also police brutality um, cases that happen to every other you know, race and individual. I'm not saying that it's they're specifically targeting anybody in particular. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not in any of those situations, you know, but it's a really good question to stop and think about why it is you're upset, you know? Yeah, for sure. And so with this new stuff, like, I just, I, I really, I want to ask everybody out there who's listening to also take a look at this. Really, there's like an 18-minute video on YouTube where Colin Kaepernick, starts to really discuss 
why he's doing what he's doing. And I feel like we kind of have skipped over that as a group. We just take the clips and the highlights and we take, you know, what other people say for face value for what it is. And then all of a sudden we come up with our own, you know, ideas of what it is as opposed to the actual interview with the actual person who's actually trying to make a statement. For sure. You know? I think in general it just says something about the country that we live in. First of all, I just, I mean, I love living here. <laughs> as far as, yeah. as far as um, where our government is and all that, who's in office, that's that's just stuff that I don't like to get into. But that's a different story. It's a different story in general, yes. But <clears throat> I just think it says a lot about uh, the issues that we still have in society today. I guess if that's a great way to put it, as as far as what he's saying, as far as what Colin said in the, in the video. Um, as far as why he's protesting as, you know, police brutality and uh, racial injustice and all this good stuff. It's like not all good stuff, but sorry. Um, well, but... I, I, yeah, I yeah. Um, it's just like, I, and I agree with you. I think it's a great question is that, you know, he summed it up nicely, Nick did, about why are you mad? Yeah. Yeah. If for those who are mad, for those right. who have a you know have a problem right. with it, and the the protests in general. Right. Why are you mad? Are you mad because of those two options? You know, it's like, or are you mad because of something else? You know. Right. Um. Yeah. I just I also think it's a great question. Um, and again, it kind of falls into that whole lessons learned in sports category. You know what I'm saying? Like. This might not necessarily be a lesson, but it's kind of a personal lesson to yeah. like that whole self-reflection, really looking at what it is that makes you feel the way that you do and using it as a, or finding that kind of almost philosophical question as in sports, again, just one of those things where you learn so much about who you are from sports Right. again, you know, right. but yeah, I don't know. I just, in my opinion, especially now that I hear more and more about it and I've been researching more and more about it, I am very much for protesting. Again, I think that... Same here. Even then, <laughs> what's the difference between kneeling on the field and not going out onto the field, in my opinion? You're, not, like, in the the you're not in the spotlight. Yeah. You're, not, you're well, not on TV. But the absence of light doesn't mean that you're not noticed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because all of a sudden, now you have to come out with whomever else was kneeling. And I, I would all... I See, I almost dislike it more than just the regular kneeling because it's ex, it's an exclusionary action at that point. You can't be, you can't sit here. Yeah. Or you, you know can't stand, sorry. You, yeah, well, yeah, but, like, you can't sit with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you yeah, can't yeah. be here while we do this thing because F you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's... so. Like, that, that's, you know... How does that help anything? Because we don't see it. And we don't see it, so therefore it's not there anymore. It's not an issue. Like how do how does that? How is it work? not an issue though? Yeah, like it's still an issue. Races. Now you're trying to tell me that those issues that they were fighting for are less important. You know what I'm saying? We're hiding these issues at this point. We're hiding the fact that guys have problems with these things. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. Like how? <laughs> Do you think it's any part of? Do you think it's? Do you think it's all about race, or most of it is about race, or do you think it's more of the league in, in general is trying to say, tell them, hey, cut it out. Let's just play. Let's just play football. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think. I think what they're afraid of is the backlash from the reflection of the league or the team. 
kind of a deal. Like, because again, it, they you know teams make money, the league makes money, that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, if enough people are like, we're not watching because we don't like that people are kneeling because we have X, Y, and Z issue with it. And if you have issues with it, you are completely entitled to that. I am not saying that you're not allowed to be upset with people kneeling. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to be upset with any of these things. You know what I'm saying? If you are upset about it, awesome sauce. I would also like to know why, but awesome sauce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're worried that at some point they'll start losing money, that they'll, you know, that it'll reflect poorly on them. Oh, well, the NFL is just a league of people who don't like standing for the national anthem. And, you know what I'm saying? That kind of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, even in baseball, we had people kneeling. Yeah. You, know what you I'm imagine saying? all the people that this is like rubbed the wrong way in, in the way that, you know, lose, as going into what you're saying, like losing fans as far as, you know, like, if this is what football is going to be like every Sunday, I don't want to tune in and watch. No, thank you. Imagine that. Because, I, I mean, I, I was, I've been talking to um, to a guy that I uh, go to – not go to, sorry. He owns, a, he owns a, like a nutrition store, and I say anytime here in San Antonio, and uh, he's the owner there. And I talked to him a little bit about it. Um, just uh, We just BSing about football in general. And he's, yeah, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, all this, you know, what started happening. And I'm just like, dude, I want to watch football. Like, I don't want to watch all this. And right. So I can imagine with that being a problem as well. You right. know? Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it takes away from it. It's, it's become a lot more political. The game has become a lot more political oh, than sure. it used to be. But again, I was making this point the last episode. When you need to make a protest, the point of a protest is to get... The awareness, right, and yeah. they're doing a damn good job yeah. to the point where they had to change the rules of the entire league. You know what I'm saying? Like not they're getting there, not not change, like make a new rule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like like they're doing what they set out to do. Maybe yeah. it's not as successful as they'd like it to be, but again, not the fucking point. Yeah. The point is to bring awareness to make people understand that there are issues in this world outside of. The issues that people face in just their own world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I really like his point. Sit down, think about it. Why are you upset about this? Yeah. What about this is making you angry if you are angry? And if you're not and you're all about it, then, like, <laughs> cool beans. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, again, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. It's, you yeah. are absolutely entitled to your own opinion. Yeah. And you are valid for having your own opinion. You know what I'm saying? I just... Unfortunately, race, in my opinion, will pretty much always be an issue. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with why an individual or how an individual person is raised, what their upbringing, what they're taught. And unfortunately, it's just, that's just different for everybody. Um, well, not even unfortunately. It's just, that's just how it is for everybody. But yeah, race is, is something that, man... It's one tough. of my one of my best friends is black, dude, and I love the guy. He's like family to me, and I just it unfortunately that's just not you know how everybody is, right? You know, it's like right. So I just think it's a shame that this is still a problem yeah. and this is become as big of a deal as it is. Yeah, because it takes it takes away from the game. You know, it's like we tune in every Sunday to watch guys compete to you know to knock each other off you know off their asses and all that. To compete and you know go to the Super Bowl, and when it turns into things like this, it's a shame because it just takes attention away from that, from the actual why we actually watch. Them. And maybe that's why they're making them go stand. Fuck. <laughs> we want to watch football. Yeah. Don't be, don't be making points and shit. Uh uh. 
<laughs> I don't know why I did that redneck. I'm sorry. I just, I, like I said, I've been hanging out in Castroville a lot lately. So <laughs> my alter ego is just kind of redneckety. And it's all good, dude. It's so, all good. Still love anyway. you. It's all good. Because actually, right. some of the people in Castroville, like, it's a small town. It's very, very conservative. Like, you'd think that that would be the area that houses a lot of, like, of people who have bad qualities. But there are some of the most, like, understanding and compassionate people out there. Like, it's unreal. It's actually really, really encouraging. Anyway. I believe it, yeah. Anyway, you got anything else? No, I just again, everybody. I if if you should so choose, I would really like to hear how you view what's going on with this situation. I want to know your points. You know, we have all of our perspectives, and we've done our research as much as we have. Yeah, so I'd really like to know what the outside role has to think of this. Also, just because it's such a controversial topic that I imagine everybody has a slightly different opinion. Oh, yeah. And so... A whole lot of opinions, a whole oh, yeah. lot of views out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'd really like to... really like to hear that from you guys. Alrighty, so, sir. Go over your... Go over the yeah, NFC... Like, talking about football. <laughs> go over the NFC East. Were you going to do the uh, NFC East? NFC South. NFC South, which sorry. Which is very, very near and dear to my heart. For those of you who have listened to the show or know me at all, that you guys will know that I'm a... I'm a Falcons fan. I'm a real big Falcons fan. Um, and so this is, again, one of my, my favorite. And the, another thing about the NFC South is this is a pretty stacked conference as well. I mean, Carolina Panthers, uh, New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, the Bucks are steadily getting something. I don't want to say better, <laughs> but they're getting there. They're getting there. Not, it out. not really, but They'll maybe kind of. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. So anyway, so yeah, I'm going to go through a little bit of predictions. Again, I'm going to kind of go over some of the pickups, um, look at the depth chart a little bit. Um, so I'm going to start with the Carolina Panthers. Um, I figure first is worst, so I may as well go with the Panthers. Um, so a couple of the things, they signed a, a cornerback, they signed another tight end, they signed some linebackers. Uh, Fonzie Whitaker, who actually is a UT alum, um, has been placed on the injured reserve for the time being. They signed uh, Ken John, I don't, I don't want to mess his name, K-E-N-J-O-N Barner uh, to a one-year contract. They also signed a linebacker, Smith. Um, they did pick up, um, they exercised their fifth-year option on Shaq Thompson, the other linebacker. Um, they did sign Dimitri Poe, which was kind of a big loss for the Falcons. He's a real good player. Um, he's a defensive tackle. Um, they released Jonathan Stewart, which I found kind of interesting. But, I mean, with the backfield that they have now, it's also kind of hard to blame them. I mean, the backfield, they have McCaffrey, uh, Whitaker, and then Artis Payne. Um, man, it's a pretty – and McCaffrey is going to do work. His first year was great for a rook. I think he's only going to get better. Uh, Greg Olson, in my opinion, Hall of Fame tight end. Um, you know, I really like Cam Newton. I think he's a little inconsistent um, occasionally, but I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's probably maybe second-tier quarterback. Might not necessarily be a franchise guy, although people will disagree with me, and that's fine. Um their defense is also pretty good. Again, Dimitri Poe up there, um, Horton and Addison on the ends, uh, Bradbury, Jackson as the corners. They have a pretty good linebacker core. Uh, Luke uh, Kukli is obviously amazing. Uh, Mayo, the other middle linebacker, actually came out of Texas State. Um, and for those of you who know me, I'm from San Marcos, so eat em up, cats. Um, so that's kind of cool to see. Boo. Hey, get out of here. 
So I went into their uh, schedule a little bit, looked at the Panthers um, schedule, kind of see what I thought. Last year they went 11 and five, and I actually have them going 11 and five again. Uh, win at Dallas, or uh, win versus Dallas, loss at the Falcons. They beat the Bengals, they beat the Giants, uh, they beat the Redskins, and then they're going to lose to the Philadelphia Phil or Phillies, excuse me, Eagles. Um, I think they beat Baltimore. I think they beat Tampa Bay. I think they lose at Pittsburgh because it's in November, starting a little bit colder. Pittsburgh is a good team. Um, I think they beat Detroit, though. Um, I think they win against Seattle. I think they win at Tampa Bay. They beat Cleveland because everybody beats Cleveland. Cleveland beats Cleveland. Um, <laughs> they lose against New Orleans because that's a tough game. I think they have to split that at some point. Um, I actually have them losing both games versus New Orleans. I think New Orleans is a much, much improved team. Um, I have them beating the Falcons, which broke my heart, but... Anyway, so I have them going 11-5 and five this year, um, kind of, again, the same as they did last year. Um, but they're going to be a good team to watch. I'm curious how they kind of do this year. Um, so anyway, uh, next team I'm going to go into is the New Orleans Saints. Um, I, again, I have a little bit of a special heart, although, I, you know, I'm not an Aints fan by any stretch of the imagination. I say Aints on purpose, by the way. I'm not misspelling that um, or missaying that. Um, so some of the hey, transactions... Watch out, for, watch out for Mr. Marcus Davenport. That's all I got to say. Hey, I don't give a shit. Fuck the Aints. <laughs> anyway, so they did pick up Davenport, which is really cool. Um, I like that Drew Brees went to uh, Westlake, so that's kind of cool. Texas boy doing things. Um, signed a defensive tackle, uh, Broomley. They signed a linebacker, Freeman. Um, they signed Ola, an uh, offensive lineman, and another fullback. Um, they picked up a couple other guys, a couple DBs. They picked up a running back, Boston Scott, um, and then a center guard, Will Clapp, which I think will be a good pickup for them. Um, they signed TJ Barrett, which I found very interesting. I like that pickup. I liked Barrett out of Ohio State. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, their depth chart, I think, for me is the big thing. I, I really, the thing for New Orleans to me, I think that's going to make them or break them is how well their defense does again this year. Because last year, their defense was much, much improved from the year before. Um, but Lattimore and Crowley on the corners. You got Williams, a strong safety. You got Bell as a free safety. You got Teo, Davis, Klein, um, Ezalone, Robinson, um, Stupar. I don't know how to say his name very well. All as a linebacking core. Um, so, yeah, I think the make or break for them is kind of going to be what their defense does this year. Their offense is always prolific with Drew Brees at the helm, Mark Ingram, Allen Kamora, um, and they have a you know core of linemen, Coleman, Meredith, Thomas, Watson, Filner, um, Glenn, Smith, Lewis. All these guys are going to be pretty big. Um, and again, Drew Brees for me is the big one. He's the guy that leads that team. Him and Sean Payton have done miraculous things down in New Orleans, as much as it hurts me to say these kind of things out loud. Um, <laughs> last year they went, what was it? I think they also went 11 and... Um, 11 and 5. Let me double check. Yeah, so they did go 11 and 5. I have them going about the same. I had maybe them dipping down to 10 and 6 just because I don't know how their defense is going to do this year. Um, but I have them losing to. Let me see here. So week one, they play Tampa Bay and they win. They beat the Browns because, again, even the Browns beat the Browns. Um, I have them losing at Atlanta, losing at the Giants because I think the Giants are going to do some good things this year. Um, and then they go and beat Washington and Baltimore. They lose to Minnesota in Minnesota, although we all know what happened last year. 
um, with that horribly, horribly missed tackle. I think they lose at Los Angeles. Um, they beat Cincy. They lose to Philly. They beat Atlanta. They win at Dallas, uh, lose at Tampa, and then go on a little three-game win streak where they beat the Panthers twice and Pittsburgh once. So I have them at 10-6. and six. I can see them going 11-5, and five, maybe even 12-4, and four, just, again, kind of depending how their offense goes. But um, Almore in the backfield, I think, is going to be pretty big for them. I think he needs to have a breakout year for him, um, Kamora. Um, but, yeah, again, a pretty fun team to watch if you like offense. But, you know, rise up, Falcons. So I am going to save the best for last. I'm going to go ahead and hit Tampa Bay um, this next one. Again, Tampa Bay went 11 and, or 5-11 and 11 last year. Uh, close games, but they struggle sometimes. Um, I think they made some pretty good pickups here. They picked up uh, MJ Stewart at cornerback. They picked up um, a safety Whitehead. They picked or they signed a defensive tackle Vita Villa, which I believe they came out of the draft. Um, they agreed to terms with Austin Allen. Um, so yeah, they got another defensive end, another tight end, another center. Um, they got rid of a defensive end. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be – they released Doug Martin, which I found kind of interesting back in February. So that will be kind of – you know, for me, that will be a little interesting. Um, running back, they have Barber, Jones, Rogers. Uh, quarterbacks, they have uh, Griffin, Fitzpatrick, and obviously Winston at the start. Uh, Jackson, Humphreys, Evans, Godwin. Like, they have some pretty good receivers for uh, Winston to throw to if he could actually throw accurately for once in his life. Um, and then a tight end, uh, a couple of pretty good tight ends. The defense is going to be interesting again, too. Grimes in the, at the corner position, and then Hargraves um, also in a corner position. Uh, they have Paul, or Paul Pierre, Via, Curry, and McCoy all up at the line. Um, linebacking group is pretty good. They have Davis, Alexander, and Bond um, looking like as their starting three for weak, middle, and strong. Um, I think I actually have them going 6-10 and 10 this year, so I have them gaining one game. Um, I have them, let's see, starting off with, <clears throat> drum roll please, a loss at New Orleans, a loss at Philadelphia, and a loss at Pittsburgh. I think they go and beat Chicago in Chicago, however. I think after getting their butt whipped three games in a row that they're going to come out with a little bit of fire, um, and Chicago's still a rebuilding team. They lose to the Falcons. They beat Cleveland because, again, everybody beats Cleveland. Um, they beat Cincinnati because I also think everybody beats Cincinnati. Um, they lose Carolina, lose Washington. They win in New York. Kind of an upset for them. I'm calling that one a little bit. Lose at San Francisco, or lose against San Francisco with Garoppolo and uh, Shanahan. Or not Shanahan. Uh, Kyle is their coach. Maybe Shanahan anyway. Um, they lose against Carolina. They win against New Orleans once because hey, you know, why not, right? So week 14, maybe they can get their act together a little bit and pull one out. Um, they beat Baltimore in Baltimore. They lose Dallas, and then they lose against the Falcons at home um, for a total of 10-6. and six. They're a rebuilding team. They're going to be a rebuilding team. They have some issues that they need to work on. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, again, I have them getting one game up from last year, so that's always kind of fun. And then my favorite team, let's go Falcons, rise up, rise up hot Atlanta. Um, so a couple of the key things. We signed Matt Ryan to a five-year contract extension. Um, five years? Yep, five-year contract extension. Um, 
so yeah, we signed Ishmael the safety. Uh, we released uh, Derek Shelby as a DN because, you know, okay. Um, <clears throat> we named, we have a new quarterback coach in Knapp. Uh, we had actually another coach as well. Travis Jones is now the assistant defensive line coach. Um, and Aiden Dury, uh, Dirty is the defensive quality coach now. Uh, we agreed to terms with McLean. We agreed to terms with um, Senate, both on the defensive ta- or both defensive tackles. We agreed to actually we made a lot of moves, especially on the second, on May second. We picked up some receivers. We dropped some receivers. We picked up some DNs. So anyway, we we, we picked up a lot of people. Um, thing about the Falcons for me is their defense is getting much better. I think we have some really good safeties. Um, I think we have and really good cornerbacks as well in Trufant and Alford and Pole and Oliver. I think and Oliver just came out of University of Colorado. Um, he's going to be a rook, but I think he's going to do some really good things. Neil as a free safety is one of the most hard-hitting dudes in the game, I think. Uh, and then Allen is a strong safety. Ridley, Jones, and Campbell pretty much make up our linebacking crew, as well as Jarvis, Reynolds, and Smith. Um, I really like our D-line. I think uh, Beasley is really going to have a breakout year this year, although we say that every year. Uh, but we have McClenny, Senate, Jarrett, um, and then Beasley. Jarrett, Jarrett, and Beasley. So I think our defense is going to be pretty good but then the star of the show for Atlanta is their offense with Muhammad Sanu, Hopper, Jones, Ridley. Um, we just picked up um, the guy out of Alabama, the new wide receiver. Um, I think he's going to make some really big moves for us. Uh, Alex Mack back under the center or back at center position I think is going to be helpful. Matt Ryan of course, Matt Ryan. Uh, Coleman as the fullback, and then our running backs are going to be outstanding with Devontae Freeman and Coleman um, as well. And I think what they were saying, I was reading up on it a little bit, they want to use Coleman in some other positions as well. They want to start moving him out to wide out a little bit, um, try to get him more involved in the game. So I was looking at their schedule. I had them going 12-4. and four. Um, They went 10-6 and six last year. Um, and the thing about it, though, is I have them going what? One, two, three. I have them going 6-1 and one into their bye week. And realistically, this could happen too. So they play at Philadelphia. Philadelphia still got a little bit of issues going on from last year. They don't know who's going to start under center for the quarterback. Um, their defense is going to be not as great, and they got rid of some other guys on their team. So I'm going to say that the Falcons go into Philadelphia game one and win. Are they? I don't mean to interrupt your thought. Are they actively trying to um, shop Nick Foles, or is there anything going on with that? Uh, I'm not sure it's off been, the top of my head. It's been pretty quiet, right? I yeah. From what I understand, obviously, you know, I'm sure there's more information than I don't have at some level. Um, but also, why would you want to get rid of him for the time being? He's still well, under yeah. contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, you can I, pick I, up no, some pieces, I, but yeah, that's what the point I wanted yeah. to make is: why would you shop for a guy that right. just won you the Super Bowl, right? Back with QB, right? But it's not my business. So anyway, so I think they go and they. So the next game is they play Atlanta at home. I or excuse me, they play in Atlanta. And they play against Carolina, and I have them winning that. I have them losing or no beating New Orleans. Um, no, excuse me, I lied. I have them losing against New Orleans and then beating Cincinnati, beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They have them winning against Tampa and then winning against New York. So I have them going six and one in their first seven games. Uh, going into their bye week, they then pick up a Washington and Cleveland. After that, I think they win both of those. Um, 
putting them at what six, seven, and one at that point in time. Uh, back half of the season is you know still pretty good. I think we lose against Dallas and then lose at New Orleans. As much as I hate to say it, um, but then we come back and win three straight against Baltimore, Green Bay, and Arizona. I think we lose at Carolina because that's always a tough game, um, and I think we beat Tampa after that, putting us at twelve and four. Okay. Um, and again, kind of depending on some of the other teams and how they do, I think Atlanta takes it. But I think, you know... The division. Yeah, I think Atlanta takes the division, kind of depending on how some of the games fall. But the interesting thing, I think, is still, this is a stacked, this is a stacked division. I mean, there are three teams that are, like, going to win double digits, and they're going to do it convincingly. They're going to be scary teams. All of those teams are scary in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Falcons, Holmes games are fun. You know, the Panthers are always a tough team defensively to play against. Um, and the Saints will put up points on you like nobody's business. So it'll be pretty interesting to see how that goes. Uh, NFC South prediction, Falcons taking it with a 12-4 and record. Um, but we'll see. We shall see. We'll see how it goes. Hey, did you know that the new – so the new Atlanta Stadium, the, mm-hmm. the Mercedes-Benz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, I heard it has terrible audio quality. Does it really? That's what I heard. Wow. Yeah, I have a friend in Georgia that I was talking to, yeah. and they were like – yeah, it's they put it up too fast, and so the quality of the sound oh, stadium is not. That would make sense. Super great. Yeah, I don't know. That would make sense. Still got to go one of these days, but oh hell yeah! You know what I'm but um, I was gonna say, so Atlanta, the Hot new Mercedes Benz Stadium, they, you know, they put a Chick Fil A in the stadium, and then so NFL games occur on Sundays. Right. Well, most NFL games occur on happen on Sundays. Right. They still don't open. Chick-fil-A. The Chick-fil-A in the fucking stadium still doesn't open. Well, they also have, like, MLS games out there, too. Yeah, they do. I just thought um, it was funny. That, that is pretty funny. And Atlanta United is a pretty good team, too. Are they? Yeah. They're yeah. they're a they're a solid team. They're MLS? Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. They're good, man. I like them. <laughs> I just thought They're that still was... not my favorite. I'm still a Rapids fan because I just love disappointment. And so... <laughs> Like I'm wearing a Rapids shirt. I'm wearing a Rapids hat. I can. I can. And I, think I can. We've lost our last eight games. Huh? I think we've lost our last eight games. Have you? Yeah, we're not a good team. Okay. <laughs> MLS. It's MLS too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I can vouch for this. He is wearing a a very dark gray Colorado Rapids shirt and a an Adidas Rapids gray and um, the brim is like a like a light grayish with a nice pattern on it. Yeah, it's very dirty. I'm gonna wash it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very big soccer fan, folks. I am. Um, Surprise. All right, moving right along here. You got the. That was your. Uh, yeah, man. Just rise up. Rise up. Rise up. <laughs> Let's go to the Super Bowl again, yes, right? Yes, sir. All right. Maybe not fucking lose. Sorry. I'm still pretty bitter about that. I, I know. You went into very great detail. Um, Saturday? No, Friday? Was it Saturday or Friday? Oh, Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, it was yeah, Friday yeah. night. Yeah, you went into very great detail yeah. about why you were very upset about yeah. that. Um, yep, yep, we yep. can get that. We can do that in another. That's episode. a whole different. <laughs> that's a whole, whole other different combo. That's a whole other segment we want to start. Too many explicitives. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, moving right on here to the, uh, the, good, the the good old world of the NBA Finals. So as of uh, right now, as we record this, um, Game One happened. When was Game One? It was. What, two days ago? Two, no, it was Thursday, sorry. Thursday? Yeah, game one was Thursday. Uh, tonight, in a matter of about two or three hours here, game two will be played. Um, for those who are not aware, uh, for whatever reason, the Warriors and the Cavs are meeting for the fourth year in a row in the NBA Finals, part four. The Warriors won game one, and I believe that they were they were very, very big um, 
uh, not underdogs. What's the other word for not? What's the opposite of underdog? They're they're the favorites. Sorry, <laughs> can't think right now. They were the favorites. Um, I threw a nice little poll on our Twitter account just because because we have polls on Twitter and why not? Yeah, why not use it? Um, I threw a nice little poll on Twitter. Um, and for those who do have Twitter and want to go ahead and follow us, please feel free to do so. I'm trying to get better at the whole Twitter world. Um, but I threw a nice little uh, tweet on there uh, as far as the poll goes. Let me read it real quick, the results that we got. Um, so I, it was basically game one tonight, who's winning part four NBA Finals, and I meant that as in like who wins it all. Uh, my The four options we I put out there were Warriors in four or five, Cavs in four or five, Warriors six or seven, Cavs in six or seven. It was 80% Warriors in four or five, so... Damn. Yeah. Um, Damn. says a lot. So little faith. Yeah, and then 20%. I, mean, I do too, but huh? I have a little faith too, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, and 20% Warriors in six or seven. Um, so no, so basically no uh, confidence in, in the Cavs. But I got to say, I was very, very surprised game one. I did not yeah. think it was going to be that close. I have never seen a man put that much on his plate. Dude. Like, that was fucking impressive. Dude. J.R. Smith needs to buy that man a mansion. <laughs> like, he fucked up so bad. Dude. So bad. So, yeah, basically to recap it here, LeBron and the Cavs keep it close. Basically, LeBron kept it close. Yeah, LeBron kept it close. He scored, like, 50 and then he was, went, like, dude, he went for, or assisted on 70? He went for 51 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, and 1 block. And fun little fact... It was there's five other players I believe to score fifty plus points in the NBA Finals. He's the first one to lose a game. Damn. So yeah, made NBA history there. Poor Bron Bron. Poor Bron Bron, dude. Uh, Cavs, yes. Cavs still love. Ah, Cavs still lose, becoming. Uh, yeah, he was the first player in in history to lose a game while scoring fifty plus points in the in the finals. Um, but basically, I mean, it came down to um, a overturned block charge call. They originally called it a charge and then called it a block. Does that was that correct? I think so. Yeah, originally called it a no. Wait, was it? No, they overturned it. So it was originally the problem, and then they overturned that rule. Yeah, and they went back and they were like, "Yeah, we fucked up." So they, it's, basically the whole controversy was the last two minutes here. So it was the overturned call, which a lot of people have their own opinions on that, as far as like. You know why would you? Apparently, that's the first time. It's it's very rarely done. I don't I don't ever remember it being done in an NBA playoffs game. I can't. I can't remember the last time I saw that um, happen. Um, and then uh, George Hill came down to George Hill missing, going one for two on a playoff. Uh, sorry, free throw attempt, missing the second one, and then J.R. Smith grabbing the rebound and basically running the clock out. Um, it was a tie game. Tie. So George Hill uh, scored. Made one free throw to tie the game, missed a second to to potentially put them up by one. Um, but J.R. Smith grabbed the rebound and basically ran out the clock as to like not know the situation. And Twitter roasted him. The internet roasted him pretty much. The world roasted him. The world. The world roasted him. Um, it was with a huge mistake, not knowing the situation, and. Um, Score situation, and all that. I heard. I've heard a few different things as far as like he thought they were ahead or 
Yeah, I've whatever. heard. It. Well, apparently he flipped a script at some point and was like, "Oh, I didn't know what the score was." And yeah, this, that, and the other. And I just saw something where he's like, "I, I wasn't. I can't say I was sure of anything now after the yeah. fact." And I'm like, "Dude, no, Henny, bro, bro, dude. No matter what the situation, halftime. You're in the. You're in game one of the NBA Finals." How do you not? Know, and you're in a free, you're in a free throw situation. You're in a dead ball situation where you have time to look at the clock, look at the situation, because for some reason you don't already know it. Right. Um. How do you not know? Well, that's the thing. Like I don't. I've granted I haven't watched a whole lot of basketball. I'm, I'm no expert here. I you know I didn't play high school basketball. The only basketball I played was recreationally with my dad. I didn't even do that. Huh? I didn't even do that. Yeah. But, um... I tried out for basketball like once and I think they didn't accept me. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. They were like, no, you're too white. For this. <laughs> I that, that's what they... That's... Do you I, have some athletic ability in you? I mean, you, you did play baseball and I don't want to... I didn't ask that. Oh, yeah, dude. I think I'm fairly athletic. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm not... Yeah, I mean... My problem is is I just... I don't... I don't know. Anyway, I have some athletic ability. Not much. Not but much. I have enough to do the things that Good I enough like. to play baseball, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I was a three-sport athlete in high school. Great. Yeah, I, I lettered in uh, soccer, baseball, and football. That's why you love soccer so much. Well, no. The, yeah, I told you that story, right? Why I love playing oh, soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, Sorry. I got my ass whooped. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, yeah, I was uh, starting right back for... Well, for soccer, I started it right back, but I was kind of used more as like a utility guy because I was big and I had some weight because I was working out for football and baseball. Yeah. And so they would put me in for things like corners. They'd put me in as like forward if they had like a smaller defensive line. They would, you know, they used me more strategically as a big body, less of like a talented yeah. soccer player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, you know, I could power my weight and I scored a couple times in high school I was you know and I was mostly defense though and again my biggest thing was I wasn't I was too big for little people to get past and so I was like fucking try it yeah like I was quick enough on my first step to beat you to your spot and then you weren't gonna get through me so that's um, an advantage yeah and then baseball I played a bunch of different positions just everything yeah yeah um mostly catching yeah I was predominantly a catcher um and then I pitched a couple of games and then I played First, third, and then left, and shortstop once or twice. Although that was a bad idea. What was the What was the high school name of high school? If you don't mind saying. Uh, the Baptist Academy, San Marcos Baptist Academy. San, San Marcos yeah. Baptist. Okay. Yeah, and then for football, I was a starting DN and starting tight end. Wow. So, yeah, I play a lot. So anyway, I, yeah, I'm like I'm it's fairly athletic, but I'm not like like there are some people who are just naturally much more talented than me, and there are lots and lots of more people who work harder than I do. Just same here. So. Like I was kind of talented, but I wasn't that good. Like you know, I, I don't, I don't think I would have made like varsity in three sports at like San Marcos High School, for instance. Like uh, the academy, it was different. You know okay. Like I, that was much easier than like at a high school. It was yeah. less competitive. No way. Well, it was less competitive only in that we had a smaller talent group to choose from. Okay. But that doesn't mean that the talent was any worse than 
public schools. Yeah. Because we played against public schools and we won. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the biggest thing is just we didn't have... And the other big thing is in a public school, you don't have to worry about who's going to be there the next year or not. But because we're, number one, a boarding school, and number two, it was you had to pay to go there, we didn't always know who was going to be there. So there was always adjustments. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, when I first went there, like, I enrolled in the school, and then the next day I went to a baseball game. Wow. I, I played. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, and they had to make that adjustment kind yeah. of a thing. You know, so actually, no, I lied. <laughs> so in public school, there's a lot of trash talking on the field. In I'd public imagine. school, there is not. And I got thrown out of a game in the dugout for talking shit to another team. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. A parent and the umpire both came to talk to me after the game. Really? <laughs> yeah. They What'd were you upset. Say? I don't even remember. I was just talking shit. Like, I don't know. I'm... I I made a kid cry. <laughs> you made a kid cry? Yeah, you got really <laughs> I was on the bench. I was in fucking civvies, like in a fucking blue jeans and a t-shirt. And I'm just on the bench. And this kid at first base just starts crying because I wouldn't stop talking shit about his shoes. And so... Yeah, Serious? Yeah, dude. I wish I was... I feel bad about that. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I don't. I don't okay. feel bad about that. But... Like, I just... Yeah. So... It's not funny. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. That's kind of funny. It's... Uh, that's a little, but anyway... Oh, man. So, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of talented, kind of. You had some athletic ability. Some, not some. much. But have you ever skied, dude? I have not. I lived in Colorado for three years, and I didn't go skiing or snowboarding. No? Mm-mm. You're missing out, dude. I just didn't, like, it wasn't, number one, I don't like being fucking cold that much. You know, it's kind of cold as shit up there. And I'm like, huh. And number two, my only, my other issue is, like, I didn't, like, I don't, I didn't really hang out with people who went and did those things, and it can cost a pretty penny to go and do oh, them. Oh, dude. And so, like, Skiing is not cheap. Right. And so I didn't want to pay a dick ton of money to go, you know, 15 minutes, <laughs> if even 15 minutes down the side of a hill to then pay another, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, no, I'll be fine. I'll just sled down my little hill on my little cardboard box and... <laughs> It's like fun, I, dude. I call it a day. It's fun. So it's, it's. I remember when I first started. My my parents took us, took me and my brother, and just family in general, um, to Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Nice. Um, when we were younger, and dude, nice. I, we so we went with um, we went with an uncle of mine and aunt, and they took us on our first time, and we um, uh, like we I didn't we that was our first time like seeing snow, seeing right. you know mountains right. whatever and um uh we thought we were gonna need lessons to, in order to ski my uncle was like no nah, we don't need lessons yeah. he's like no because he, he had been previously and he's like no like you're not gonna take lessons i'll just show you real quick right. and i picked it up dude i was really surprised at how quickly i picked it up and my brother and my dad too uh mom not so much but i love you know um but yeah it's skiing is a blast I, I i went last year not even last year was that last year UTSA was in a bowl game with New Mexico. We went, I flew up with them, and we went to Santa Fe. And it uh, wasn't a great resort, honestly, but it was, it was so nice to get up on the mountain with my dad. Right. But, um, but yeah, I love skiing. Um, so I'd like to think I have some athletic ability in me. Not enough to play professionally and all that. No, fuck no. Fuck no. No. But, <laughs> and that's why we're here. That's why we're here. And that's why we're, you know, starting to... doing this. And so next best thing is just talk about sports. Yeah, right. So that's why we're here. Um, we're be super competitive at records. Yeah. Um, First scouts here. <laughs> no. But before we went off on this little tangent here, so game two is tonight. Um, you making a bold prediction here? Did the Cavs, the Cavs uh, bounce back and win? No. No? No. J.R. Smith doesn't have a career-high game or career game or anything like that? 
No? No. He's going to smoke too much before the game, drink some Henny probably, and... I hope so. <laughs> I'd make it more fun for me to watch, but that man is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> no, my thing is LeBron had a fucking career game, and he still couldn't win. Because Dude. the team around him is kind of... Dude. Keeping him down a little bit, in my opinion. It's already a fucking a huge success story that he got this team to the NBA Finals, especially for yeah. almost flipping the roster midway through. I still think it goes six or seven. I don't think they get swept. I, I think it goes five. I think maybe they win one at Cleveland, but I don't think they go much farther than that. Dude, because... Well, first of all... Whatever the answer I, is, is probably no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the what? feeling that Golden State played like they are. Like, the team that they are. And they still won. That's, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. They didn't shoot that, you know, yeah. the ball, of, like. And we, how often does that happen? Not a whole lot. And they still scored, like, one. And see, this 30. is my whole point of going back to, they just, they're too fucking good. Yeah. They have too much talent. They have, you know, too many weapons. They have a guy named Steph Curry that everybody worries about. They also have a guy Who? named KD that everybody worries I'm sorry? Who's that? Steph Curry. Who's that? <laughs> I just yeah. forgot. I didn't, I didn't know that he played for the Warriors. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he a quarterback or... He's a point guard. Oh, okay. He's a point guard. I wasn't yeah. sure, man. I don't Some know. guy named Kevin Durant is also the shooting guard. Hook him. But literally, hook him, yeah. But literally, all three can pull up from anywhere on the floor, and yeah. I just think that's impossible to stop. Yeah. Not impossible, but damn near. And even then, Iguodala for me, like, is... Is Iggy back game two? I don't think so. Iggy's not back but game two, right? But still, I mean, like, even their bench dudes, like, are, can be starters on other teams. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway, no. I think, we'll, yeah, would you want to check back in with that after game two and see where we are? Yeah. Any more thoughts on it? Let's see. I, I mean, I, I kind of do think the Cavs bounce back. LeBron just, has it. I have so little faith in the team around LeBron right now. Yeah. Dude, Larry Nance Jr. came out with a really good game. That dude was yeah, all yeah. over the place. Had a really good game. Yeah, he did. Just as a role player, but whatever, you know, right. get whatever help you need. Yeah, or whatever game. help you can get. Larry Nance game. came out and played a really good game. I thought it was kind of a shame how now, not everybody, but I saw a few. Um, I saw a few people, um, not roasting George Hill, but saying the stills that he the the. So as they, he was walking up for those free throws, he just looked scared, and I just thought. Well, it's a tough spot to it's be in. It's a tough spot to be in. But also, why the fuck isn't anybody talking about how bad Katie sucked in the fourth quarter? How bad did he suck in the fourth quarter? Pretty fucking bad. <laughs> Or good, I don't know, depending on your take. But, yeah. like, he was not good in the fourth quarter at all. And I feel like the the focus went from him not playing well to J.R.F. Smith smoking too much at halftime, like, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Twitter roasted him, dude. Yeah. Dude, Fuck right. Twitter. Dude, his squinting meme cracks me up. Did that actually, like, that actually happened? Like, yeah. I, I've never, like... That was a real thing. It was a real thing? Like, he, was, like, he was squinting in a game because yeah, he couldn't, like... I don't know. I don't know, man. But it cracked me the fuck up. (laughs) I was like, it it was all over the place, dude. It's so funny. I couldn't like. I I don't remember seeing that. Was he with the Cavs at the time? Yeah. This was like this year, I think. Was it? Yeah. Oh wow. I'm. I missed the loop on Uh, that. Dude, I laughed so hard, dude. (laughs) So funny. J.R. Smith is the best. Who needs a shirt when you've got a ring? I'm like, this is my idol. <laughs> He's a king among men. Like, what is this? This dude is the... I, I aspire to be more like J.R. Smith. And the confidence I have in myself and like the lack of give-a-fuckery that he just exudes. 
He's in the NBA Finals. Yeah, dude. He, he doesn't give a fuck. Probably. He doesn't, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably, he probably been slamming bottles. Like, he probably throwing it back like fucking nothing. <laughs> it's wild. I hope that's what he does at least. Like, I don't hope that. Like, I hope he's an alcoholic and he can't function without Drew. But, like, I... I really hope this dude's as wild as I think he is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a good chance of it. I hope so. There's dude. a good chance. He's, he's thug as fuck. Like he's he's he doesn't tough, care, dude. He doesn't, he doesn't like, like after they won last year. No, not last year. Sorry, after they won two year, whatever they yeah. won, they did. They I don't know who, if it was LeBron who made. They were flying back home, right? They were mm-hmm. flying back home, back home to Cleveland, and somebody made the pilot turn around and go to Vegas. Was that Jr.? Like, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> you remember that? I don't know. That's a great story, though. They were so they won in go they won in in Golden State, San Francisco, or whatever. Yeah, Bay Area. Bay Area, and um, they're on the flight back home or whatever. And I think like if it wasn't already planned, somebody said, "Hey, fuck it, let's go to Vegas," and they right. literally turned the plane and went to Vegas. That's awesome. Like for the night, and then left that next day or whatever, and That's partied awesome. it up in Vegas. I, I wonder if that was I, I wonder if that was Josh. If anybody knows, please look. Please tell us. <coughs> but yeah, Jr. Smith. Yeah, I mean he's he's a wild dude. I saw on t- uh, dude. I, know, I saw another. Uh, you know who I'm glad is gone though. Uh, what's that dude's name? He like wanted to fight everybody. Um. No, not Zaza. Zaza Stone. No. Talking about the Caps. No. He played maybe for Golden State for a minute. Matt Barnes. Oh, Matt Barnes. Yeah, he's remember that dude. He's out of the league. I hated that dude, man. Oh my god, he's so frustrated. Anyway, yeah. Oh, side story. But uh, just random players. He's he's the guy that's famous for not famous for, but he's known. One of the things that's known about him is is trying to fake out Kobe with the ball. Remember that? And Kobe didn't budge. Yeah. It was an inbounds play or whatever. Yeah. And Matt, they show Matt Barnes like fucking like quickly pump it. Ryan Kobe's just like Kobe's like fuck out of here, do dude. It. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right, well, that's interesting. All good and fun here. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you this one, man, because I I have some of my opinions about it, but I don't really. So topic Brian, number four for those who for those who. Um, well, I don't see how anybody could not have heard about this by now. But um, so Brian recently, Brian Calangio, and I'm not even sure if that's the right way to say that name, honestly. But anyways, <laughs> um, Brian Calangio is the president of basketball operations and GM of the set of Philadelphia 76ers. Um, he's been exec. He's been sorry. He's been like um, in the. Fr- he's been like front office guy for pretty much his. I think most of his career. Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, but a report came out recently, a couple of days ago. I, uh, the Ringer uh, reported it first, I think, saying um, there were five fake, not even fake, five Twitter accounts linked to Brian Calingio, Calangio, um, which were roasting his players. Um, and now the 76ers, I don't even think that it's the league. I may be wrong on that. Don't send me hate mail, please. Um, or do. Or do. Or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's whatever you want. It's whatever you prefer. Um, but so Calangio um, set up apparently, according to this, 
five Twitter, five different Twitter accounts that were roasting his players. That were like basically talking bad about the 76ers. When this was, I don't know. I didn't look that far into it. Um, but it's now known as the Woodergate. Fun, fun story here. You want to know why it's known as the Woodergate? Why? So, gate is just because every scandal is now associated with a gate for some reason. I looked it up early. I forgot what it said on. Good start. Uh, yeah. Um, water is... Do you know what water is? It's the way... Phil- Sounds like you're saying water with an accent. Exactly. It's the way Philadelphians... If I'm saying that right, Phil, the way people from Philadelphia, so p- people from Philadelphia apparently have an accent, and that's the way they pronounce water. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why it's named Watergate now, or Watergate. I, I I can't look at it and say not Watergate. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> why is it named Watergate? Is kind of I looked it up earlier, that's and a really I really good guess though. It sounds like water with an accent. It is. It is water. No, that's why they like. That's why they called it water. But why this is associated with this story, I don't know. Um, I did look it up earlier, but I I didn't quite grasp it. Um, But basically, so Kalunga has been in the NBA NBA a few years. Um, He's the son of um, is it Jerry Kalungio? Look up Jerry Kalungio real quick, please. He's the he's the uh, he's the Olympic guy the the guy, the guy that's in charge of uh, the guy that hired Pop I think to coach the USA team. Jerry Colangio C O L A N G E O. American businessman and sports exec who currently serves as special advisor with the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, so that's his dad. Um, but basically, Colangio has been the president of basketball, uh, president of basketball operations, and GM of the 76ers uh, since April of 16. He got hired in April of 16. Um, he spent some time in Phoenix and Toronto, but and he was he was named NBA Exec of the Year twice in 05 and 07. Um, basically, the Ringer came out and reported that five Twitter accounts—I don't even know how—but five Twitter accounts were were linked to this guy. Um, I. Saw something earlier about it may be connected to his wife, though, because um, of a two because of a numbers that were uh, pretty much appearing in the tweets that were are being investigated or something to that effect. Um, but you mentioned that this wouldn't surprise you because trolls are everywhere. Trolls are on the internet and live on the internet, and that you wouldn't be surprised if so. Basically. Apparently, they're accusing him of setting up these Twitter accounts and talking bad about his players, okay. which players aren't even bad. So, in my opinion, 76ers are, are getting good, and they will be getting good for a while, in my opinion. Right. Got, got guys yeah, like got ben, ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, uh, Markel Fultz, right? Markel yeah. Fultz, yeah. I think so. I and think so. Um, See, now, every time we say that, and I'm never sure. Like, I'll know the answer to the question, and then you'll ask me about it, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't mean to do that. Just... Oh no, you're good. I do that to myself. Yeah, I should know more. But <laughs> I I don't even know what to think with the story, dude. Honestly, because first of all, who is who keeps up with five Twitter accounts? Seriously, I have a hard time keeping up with three Twitter accounts. Yeah, I have a hard time keeping up with my no Twitter accounts. You know, it's like <laughs> I mean. I can barely do my Facebook. 
Like, I am so bad at social media. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> I'm trying to get better because of the show, obviously, but... Right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it is someone that's trying to disrupt the system. Disrupt the process, if so to speak. Full pun intended, if that was... Um, yeah. Um, but... Oh, man. It's just... I don't even know where to go with this, honestly, dude. Who sets up five Twitter accounts to roast your players? Like, why? Like, why do that? Like, I don't understand. I don't... I don't your team's not even that bad. Your team made it to the semis of the fucking Easter Conference playoffs this year. Yeah. I don't understand... I, I don't... I didn't see... I don't know what actual tweets are being uh, investigated by the team. And now everybody's saying that they need to fire this guy, like, right away. Um, but... I don't know. My whole thing is, like, it's so easy to troll these days. so easy to remain anonymous, hide your IP addresses, and not be able to be found. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. There's the whole thing with Russia potentially doing that in the election when they, you know, made a bunch of Facebook profiles that were, like, very anti-Islamic or very anti-whatever just to rile people up. Like, I can... And when things are going well, that's when people like to break shit down. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. so, I mean, I can see where somebody might think that it's a good idea to try to kind of cause tension and friction inside of yeah. the organization. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like... I don't think it's him. I'll say this. I don't think it's him. I don't... Yeah, that's first of all, so he's, fucking pointless. First too. of all, he's president of basketball operations. He's been doing this forever, also. Like... Like... like he, with all of his responsibilities and data, right. you know, how does he have that much time? How, does he, how do you have that much time to set up five Twitter accounts yeah. and roast your players? I don't. Like, I, that doesn't make sense to me. No. I like, think this was somebody else. Who it's got to be. Yeah. I think it's got to be. And even Embiid said that too, right? He said he talked to him on the phone. He said, yeah, that, that um, Brian called him, Colangio called him right, right away and said, hey, I didn't that say wouldn't me, man. that wasn't me, dude. Yeah. And that Embiid said, like, well, I got to believe him. Right. It's like, who has that fucking time? Yeah. Like, to set up five Twitter yeah. accounts, yeah, different Twitter accounts, and fucking roast your players. Like, I don't get... I don't, I don't think it's him. So that's, that's where I'm going to leave it. Uh, we'll wait till more news comes out. I think it's still being investigated. Yeah. It will just, be for a hot minute, I think, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, into, well after the NBA Finals. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's him. I think it's uh, somebody that you said, trying to think it's a troll. Yeah. Somebody trying to... Just kind of have some fun. Try to um, fuck with a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, People don't like to see success all the time. I don't know. The world is a, a very, wild, very mysterious place. Wild place. I wish it was wild like J.R. Smith, not wild like... <laughs> we have problems. Right. So, <laughs> wild like J.R. Smith. That'd be, way, like, that'd be way more entertaining if the world was more like J.R. Smith. Always not wear a shirt. Yeah. See, I got a fucking ring. Penny bottle in one hand, fat ring on the other, <laughs> blunt in each fucking ear, like just hanging off the sides, like no shirt on ever, ever. Just head to toe tats. Like ever. what a great fucking life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I would I would do that. I would shit. Hell yeah. I love most of those things. So, and again, just the lack of give a shit. It's you like, love J.R. Smith, dude. He's a fucking hero. Yeah. He's a hero. Like, what is this guy? He's a, he's a hero. Like, oh god. Who do you want to be when you grow up, little Timmy? J.R. Smith, bro. 
You got a ring? Like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Who needs a shirt when you got a ring? That's See, like a fucking Did classic. he say that? Yeah. Dude. He said that? Yeah. That's because when he was at the parade, he had a shirt off. And everybody's like, why do you have a shirt? Who needs a shirt when you got a ring? You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a fucking life motto right there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he said that. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to use that if I ever get married one of these days. I'm just never going to wear a shirt. And I'm just going to J.R. Smith this shit. <laughs> Who needs a shirt when I got a ring, bitches? <laughs> So, oh one man, that's days, awesome. One of these uh, days I'll get married. Oh man, that's bust that shit out. Yeah, I feel sorry for whoever that is. Sorry, <laughs> right, man. Going shirtless again. You can't go into public shirtless all the time, Alex. Check the ring. Check the ring. Check the fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, you want to name your top five third baseman? Yeah, so we've been doing the whole top five third baseman or top five of each position at uh, uh, in baseball, and so <laughs> what I'm gonna start doing as well, just for those of you who don't know, so far we have done top fives, but we haven't put them in particular orders. So at this point in time, I'm gonna start putting them in order, kind of a deal. I'm not. I'm just gonna put that out there right now. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not. But um, so right now, my top five in order is gonna be Chris Bryant. Nolan Arenado, Justin Turner, Adrian Beltre, and then Anthony Rendon. Yeah? Yeah. All right. And I think that's a little bit of bias towards Josh Donaldson that he's not higher up there, but, like, I hate the Blue Jays. So. Everybody does. For multiple reasons. Yeah. 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 yeah we all know why. We don't need to go into great detail. Yeah. How do we have Cole Hamels, you Darvish, and Colby, what was his Lewis. name? Colby Lewis. I don't want to talk about And get swept. I don't want to talk about Anyway, who's Jesus. your top five? Fucking shit. Alex Bregman, Adrian Beltre, Manny Machado, Chris Bryant, and Nolan Arenado. Aaron- 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 there we go. Thank you. See, I just didn't pick Machado because, again, I had him at shortstop because that's what he's been playing for a hot minute. So that when we like when you talked about it last episode about, you know, think of Manny, I think of Manny Machado as a third baseman. So that's why I put him there. Okay, so let's say <clears throat> Machado was counted as shortstop because that's the position that he's playing. <clears throat> What would you have him at? Or what, who else would you add in that top five if Machado wasn't a third base? Ooh. Oh, man. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Radio right here. This is great radio. This is great radio. I don't know. No, oh, man. like 32 of them. There's, yeah. Oh, God. There's Seeger. There's Turner. There is, um, let me think. Who else do I really like at this place? Who's, 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 um. I like Rendon a lot. Yeah. Man. That's a fucking great question. Right. I'll go Seager. Seager? I'll go Seager. Right on. Yeah. Who's third base for the Mets? Or Braves, I'm sorry. For the Braves? It's not a big deal, if not. I'm just so happy that Google, like, because they got rid of Batista. They did. It was Batista, and then he got picked up. Uh, Camargo? Camargo. No, I'm going to go Seeger. Seeger? I'm going to go Seeger. Yeah, Alex Bregman, Adrian Beltre, Manny Machado, Chris Bryant, and Nolan Arenado. Yeah. Arenado. Arenado, thank you. All right. There's no e, there's no an after the n. 
Sorry. Yeah, you're good. All right. All right. World Cup coming up yeah. in like literally like week. World Cup action. Yeah, it's getting close, man. It's getting real close. I'm extraordinarily excited. I've been trying to watch the games. I've been trying to watch the road to the road to Russia, mm-hmm. the, the the international friendly games. Right. I the um, Mexico played. Fuck who they played the other day. I don't remember. Uh, Mexico. Bolivia was it? No, Bolivia? U.S. played uh, Bolivia. Mexico played. Was it? Um, who was it? Now see, this is what I mean. I watched that game. <laughs> like, oh man. Let me see. I want to, dude. It was Mexico versus. Fuck, who was it? And I didn't even get to watch a whole lot of it, honestly, because we we were uh, getting ready to go somewhere. We were getting ready to go. Oh, eat. Wales. They played Wales. Wales. Thank the country you. of Wales. That's Wales. right. The country of Wales. Right. Yes. So, and that was a good game, too, to watch. Um, so, like I said, we've been, you know, I've been keeping up a lot with the uh, Road to Russia as well. I've been kind of following a lot of the... Dude, I'm excited to actually watch. Like, I really am excited to watch. I'm not big. I'm not much of a FIFA fan. Not much of a soccer fan. I did play soccer recreationally in elementary school, and I was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was, I was. I don't want you to lie to me. Man. I was one of the top guys in the that actually played, and I was pretty proud of it. Yeah, The back of my glory days, <laughs> when I was had some athletic ability in me, and. Knew somewhat of what I was doing. You know what I was known for, dude? You know what? I I remember. You know what I was known for? Not yet. So, we have. I'm excited to find out, though. What were you known for, Anthony? (laughs) Dude, it was uh, Athens Elementary, Athens Cowboys. Yeah. They're not there anymore. The school is is there, but they closed it down for stupid reasons. Um, We had a field in the back of. Not even the back of the school. It was a field, like, to the side of the school. Still there. And I remember when I was younger, at that age, thinking, like, this was a huge field. Like, this was, you know, like, fuck, this field is big. Like, this, you know, right. pr- part of the property is, like, big. Now, when I go back ever to the south side and to that part of town, I'm like, it's amazing how much... across this field. Yeah, like, literally. Um, but I was um, I was pretty proud of it, dude, honestly. I So, I was the guy that... I had the ball. Like, I would be, like... What? How do you? Is it dribbling? Dribbling. dribbling? Yeah. So yeah, it's n- known as dribbling the ball, and I would basically be like, so dribbling towards the goal, and didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I had to make it towards those two goalposts or those two cones over there. Um, guys would be coming at me, and I would basically like do like a little move where I would like, I would move it with my right foot, like I would like do a little fucking. I don't even know what you call it. Like a little sidestep. Okay. And the guy, I, I would just kind of juke him out. And I would like get away with it most of the time. How? I don't know. Nice. But I was pretty proud of it. And I, Dude, yeah. You want to hear a fucking hilarious story? Please. <laughs> I always love to laugh. So one of the, like, I think this might have even been like my very first game of soccer. And I was like four or five or something like that. And you go to all the practices. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I was there. And the coach kicked the ball. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And so at the beginning of the game, you know, it's like three on three, five on five. Like there's, you know, it's a little tiny field and there's, you know, the kids are all little tiny, little bitty, you know. Yeah. And so we're all lined up on that circle, right? Because that's where you start just for, because there's only like three players. So you're all on that line. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so game starts, coach is like, go get the ball. Like just go get the ball and go to that, you know, go score, go get the ball. Yeah. Game starts, somebody, the ref blows the whistle. All the kids start running. Some other kid kicks the ball. Right? The other team, they all just like run down the field. 
I just start fucking bawling. <laughs> I'm just crying in the field. I'm like four years old. My parents have video of this dude. I just start breaking down crying in the middle of the field. Cause like, I can't get the ball. These assholes have it. Like my first game of soccer ever. And I'm just fucking crying my eyes out because <laughs> <laughs> my parents were like, so how'd that go? No more soccer for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, not, like, I don't even remember what happened the rest of that season, but my parents will not let me live down that story, so. So, it was, they told, they said, go get the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you were, like, so pumped to get it. I just stood there. You just stood there. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get the ball. I didn't even go get, yeah, I didn't even try. They was like, go get it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, like, the other kids got it, and I was like, I don't like that. And I just started crying. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's just, I don't know you what happened. Froze? Yeah, dude, I just stood there. <laughs> you were how old? Uh, like three or four. However old you start, like, baby soccer. At, oh, I don't know. yeah. But dude, my, my niece started, um, uh, it's not even peewee. What is it? It's I, like, I have no it's idea. It's fucking... Baby soccer. It's soccer it. that is hilarious. Yeah, dude, it is it's pretty hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. I like watching peewee because all the kids, like, bounce their heads as they run yeah. and shit because they just don't have, like, strength in their neck. Dude. <laughs> so adorable my niece i love her she's crazy i love her but, um, so she you know she told my brother and my sister i'm like i want to play soccer i want to play soccer i want to go win like i want to play soccer i want to go win she's got a, uh, yeah it's yeah we told her like All that's right. awesome that's right. awesome you yeah. know that you want to go win and you know that's awesome we you know we love you right great okay, dude she doesn't know what she's doing yet. No. You know? Nope, they don't. You know, they don't know what they're yeah, doing Yeah, well, they're still learning. They're yeah, babies, and so... Yeah, it's just hilarious watching that. I, yeah. I went to a few games. It was hilarious, dude. It was, yeah. It's good stuff watching little kids kick a ball around. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, not in a creepy way at all. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, a couple of things that I was looking at the World Cup. Some stuff that I wanted to bring up. Uh, number one, some of the friendly results that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about Brazil uh, versus Croatia. Brazil actually uh, won 2-0, but the important part about that is is that for the first time back in, like, I think three months or so, Neymar actually scored around the 70th minute. I saw that. Um, Roberto Firmino, yeah, that was nice. And then Firmino <clears throat> scored in the 90th plus three, a little bit of stoppage time. Um, another one that I wanted to look at was Costa Rica 3-0'd Northern Ireland. And granted, Northern Ireland is not a great team, but they scored in the 30th, the 46th, and the 66th, which tells me they had pretty dominant, like, the entire time. You know, yeah. so you're scoring in the thirds, like, that's a pretty good one. Um, also, Peru 3 0 Saudi Arabia. Again, not the best team in Saudi, but again, Peru going, you know, scoring 20, 41, and 64 again, putting some pretty good damage on these guys. Uh, Spain and Switzerland ended up tying. Um, there was a pretty classy goal um, on the Spanish side, a nice volley off of a, uh, um, a cross that kind of came in a little wonky, so that was nice to see. Um, Let's see here. Some other big games that I really thought were interesting. England played Nigeria, um, and England scored twice in the seventh minute and then the 39th minute. Um, and then Alex Wooby scored in the 47th minute, so England's looking pretty good. The big, big one that I wanted to get to, however, is even with the more or less senior team, the country of Austria beat Germany, the defending national or the defending World Cup champ, two to one. Um, Metzel Orzel scored in the 11th minute. And then Austria scored in the 53rd and the 69th minute. So that's kind of a big deal for me. 
Um, Germany has a lot of things to look at low. The coach even said so, that there's a lot of places to improve. He was talking about some of the counterattacks in the first half. Um, another big thing, though, is, you know, the, the, the gaffer for Mexico, um, their coach, who was even getting booed on the field, like the Mexican fans are trying to get him out of there for some reason, um, was saying that he still thinks Germany is the favorite to win. Um, that Germany, you know, don't be fooled by Germany losing because, you know, they're, they're a dominant team and they are always, always tough. They have so much talent on their side of the ball. They have so many attacking <clears throat> players. They have some of the best defense. Have, in my opinion, the world's best goalie in Manuel Neuer. So although Germany hasn't won a game in their past five international friendlies, I think they have two two ties and three losses or maybe three ties and two losses regardless they haven't been winning lately so it's going to be interesting to see how their first round goes although again they're an extraordinarily talented team i think they're probably in the top three favorites to win alongside you know probably brazil and i i really like um oh my god Kevin De Bruyne, Romelu Lukaku, Eden Hazard. Play for the country, Belgium. Ha <laughs> ha, there you go. I, I knew the say, players, but I, I couldn't figure out the name. They're attacking for a couple. Anyway, the center attacking mid, a forward, and a winger for the most part. Um, another one that I really wanted to talk about, something that I really like to see, especially out of the U.S. side, is for the past two games, we have actually been giving all of our youth talent the caps um, we played against Bolivia and the Republic of Ireland in these two games. And in the Bolivian game, we won 3-0. to zero. And we had two 18-year-olds score, as a matter of fact. And, wow. Yeah, and it was a good game. There were some tougher parts and there were some easier parts. But it's good to see us trying to develop the younger talent so we're not so reliant on our old heads, the guys who may have lost a little bit of a step. But to integrate those, to get the young guys up to speed enough that we can have them work cohesively with guys who have been there before, who have been in the World Cup, who know what it's like to take on these international stars. Because, again, we're playing Bolivia in the country of Ireland, or the Republic of Ireland. They're not, like, the best teams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the Republic of Ireland, Bobby Wood scored in the 45th minute in the stoppage time. But we lost 2-1. to one, And they scored only in the second half. And then they scored in the 90th minute. They scored when the game was ending. You know, now I don't know if that's a little bit of, you know, a lack of mental strength or, you know, they were getting tired or what the case was. But they scored in the 90th minute. And, you know, it, it was kind of a, you know, it was kind of disappointing to see that loss. I really wanted to see us come out with at least a, a draw. Um, but again, the good thing is that we're testing our youth. We're making them better players now yeah. so that in four years when the World Cup comes up again, we'll have a, a, a young team. A, so I think the average age of the player when we played against Bolivia was 22. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Right. And again, two 18-year-olds <coughs> scored. And these 18-year-olds are talented. Uh, one of them know. plays for Perry St. Germain, who just won the French League. Um, for like the 40th year in a row, it feels like, although that's not true. But PSG also has like Edison Cavani. That's where Ibrahimovic was playing. Um, that's that's where Neymar is playing. That's like the big team in France right now outside of Olympic Lyon and uh, Olympic Marseille, which is actually my favorite French team, Marseille. Um, Why? Honestly, because I found them in FIFA, and I really liked them, and so I started following them, and I really liked the players. I liked the attacking style. I liked the coaching style. Um, I really like Mandanda, the goalkeeper. Um, has, uh, has FIFA been 
as FIFA corrected their mistakes with the plate with the officiating, officiating and have they started calling shit now? <laughs> the video game, no. That's still bullshit. Although I'll still play. And if it doesn't fall my way, it's always bullshit because it's all bullshit. In real life, they do a very good job, I think. Um, the officiating crews, I, I very rarely see any mistakes. Um, That's going to be a, that would be a fun segment to start. Um, how hard officiating is. Oh, God, Jeff. Yeah. It's way difficult. I was just watching college baseball season. I mean, these guys were making calls that, you know, we can only tell when we watch it 18 times from 12 different angles and super slow-mo. These guys are making the call on the field the first time, right? And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, how? That's a whole lot. Yeah. I had a, I had a buddy that uh, used to live here, doesn't live here anymore. He, lives, he, he moved and went to Europe, France. Nice. Um, he had to tell me one time, he's like, dude, why don't you, why don't, like, go to the, you know they have school for officiating like why don't you go to school for officiating and I looked at him and I was like fuck no dude you know how hard that job is like yeah, how, much, how many be. people hate you how yeah. many people like how many people despise you if you make one bad call no thank you I'm sorry but no I, I officiating is hard and yeah, it's, hell yeah. it gets a lot of shit rightfully so but still um, those guys do a very tough job yeah like it's <clears throat> yeah Anyway, so yeah, still super excited for the World Cup. Um, really want to see where this goes. Again, Belgium, Portugal, uh, Brazil, Germany. Did you say uh, Germany. you to win yet? Out of, the whole, out of the whole thing. Oh, God. Germany? Argentina? If they keep fucking up. Argentina, no. Argentina won't win the World Japan? Cup. Japan? No, fuck no. They didn't even make it. I don't think. Or they did make it, but no. The Japan, no. Fuck no. They don't have the talent to do that. I have... Hey, by the way, thanks to our Japan listener. No yeah. idea who you are. Thank you for that. We got a listener in Japan. Yeah. Two oh downloads. my god. I don't Thank know what you. that's about. We're in <laughs> two continents and three countries now. Mexico, yeah. US, and Japan. Yeah. That's anyway. pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, really excited to see how this goes. I think... I don't know. It's going to be tough. I really want to see how Germany plays in their next friendly, if they have another one. I think they do. I think they have one more. Um, and then I can make a better judgment call. But I think Brazil looks really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, Belgium also looks look good, really in good? my opinion. Huh? Do they look really good? I think so. Yeah? I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Like I haven't really looked. Good. But <laughs> really good, I think. Really? <laughs> um, but yeah, they look really good. Yeah? So, I think so. But Germany also looks really good, too. Like, so, how good, dude? Like, like really good. Yeah, it's, like, dude, it's... Dude, okay, you remember how we were talking about how I look like folks the other day? Yes. Okay, fucking shit. By the way, you still look like Dave Rom. Thank you, I guess. So, <laughs> dude, okay, I'm at work the other day, right? Yeah. And this isn't the first time this has happened, and I still think this is fucking weird, but this is not something that we... This is the person that we said... Motherfucker comes up to me. I'm doing expo in the kitchen. He comes up to me, he's like, bro, bro, you new here? And I was like, yeah, thank you for noticing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck do you want from me? I'm trying to do my job. Like, I don't have time to talk to you. Another like, employer. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's like a line cook for the restaurant or whatever. And okay. I'm working in the banquet section. Bruh, bruh. You new here? Yeah. Bruh. Fucking. Everybody over here? Bruh. I think you look like fucking Jim Carrey, bruh. Anybody ever told you that? Bro, you look just like fucking Jim Carrey, bro. I'm not even, I'm not even lying right now. You know who Jim Carrey? You know who Jim Carrey is? You know who Jim Carrey? Bro, just like him, dude. It's fucking wild. <laughs> I was like, that's how high are you? <laughs> like, 
That's a great fucking. <laughs> I was you like, serious? Yeah, dude. And I, I'm not even exaggerating that he spoke <laughs> like that either. Yeah. I was like, neat, Frat Star. Like, <laughs> I, it, dude. I was like, okay, this is nifty. I'm gonna go back to <laughs> working. Thank you. I'm not gonna lie to you, I can see it. No, dude, what? I know, dude. Right, I right, feel I like I look bit. like Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec before I would say I look like Jim Carrey ever. I can see it a little bit. Nah, bro, you wild. Without your beard, though, but more, probably. I don't know about but all that. A little bit. <laughs> anyway. Hey, bro. Like, hey, bro. Bro. Bro, you new here? You kept doing this. <laughs> you bro, you that? new here? <laughs> bro, you new? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm new here. Oh, dude, fuck. Dude, the whole fucking line, bro. You look like fucking Jim Carrey, bro. <laughs> Do you know who Jim Carrey? He asked me like six times. You know who Jim? You know who Jim Carrey? You, you know who? You know who Jim Carrey? Yes. I get to shut the fuck up, dude. If I fuck this up, I'm fired. This is day one for me. Stop talking. Like. <laughs> that's anyway. Awesome. Oh god. Yeah, dude was wild. Anyway. Oh god. That's show five. That's show five. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Sorry that you have to listen to that. <laughs> God, I love this guy. Uh, oh man! Stay in tune for number six coming out Wednesday. We'll next get into Wednesday. Uh, yeah. next Wednesday. We'll get into a little bit of uh, some confidence. Maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe look a little bit more about uh, some baseball stuff. Hopefully, get into a lessons learned segment. Yeah, yeah. We'll so. Figure something out. Yeah. Stay Thanks, tuned. Everyone. If there's yeah. anything you guys want us to talk about, anything you think is interesting, anything you want to talk, like any particular team stats, if you have a segment that you might want us to take a look at for you, please send it in. Hell yeah. We'd love Hell to. Yeah. Uh, if, we, if we say something that triggers something else in your mind, and you're like, hey, what about tell this? Us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Would love to hear. Would love to read your opinion. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, um, giving us your time, spending an hour and whatever time it is with us. Have enjoy the rest of your day, and um, look for uh, goodies to start appearing within the next few episodes. We'll hopefully. let you know. And yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll hopefully have more for you. All right, everybody. All right. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy the NBA Finals, whatever is left of it at this point. Anything else? No, man. All right. We'll see yeah. you all later. All right. Peace.